They did it. Y'all know that sound. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. That's why we grow faithful. Nobody believed but us. Touchdown. You know that sound. Uh huh. Tell me long. Let's go. Oh, oh, <laughs> Let's get it, baby. Breezy. Yeah. Out west is Patina when the style is so nitty. Breezy on the east and this flow is so gritty. Them boys stay hot, reppin' niners in they city. Take one, take two, take that like Diddy. Uh, yeah. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty greed is that niners talk. We outline players up and show. Nitty greed is that niners talk. You don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. Nineties talk. Nitty gritty, this the nineties talk. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Breezy, my girl Peachy, my man McCall. What's going on, family? How y'all doing out there? What's going on? Hey, 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 guys! I hope you guys are having a great Memorial Day. Uh, we know what it symbolizes, but it's still a day for everyone to gather together. I spent the day with my family, so that was great. Got my little drink on here a little bit. My little peach homemade drink and everything. Okay. So just chilling, just chilling, just having fun and ready to talk some 49ers. That's what I like to hear. McCoy, how was your Memorial Day, man? How, what's going on with you? Oh, what's called? Uh, happy Memorial Day to everyone out there, especially to uh, uh, all the people who serve for this country. But um, I'm taking it... Uh, Still out of time. Um, been practicing basketball lately and uh, trying to get ready for the season and uh, hang out with my family. That's what's up, man. So you playing basketball and baseball right now? Uh, what's called basketball's coming. So yeah, got you. But right, but you're currently on the baseball route. You know, you got your baseball season going on. Now, are you yeah. done with school? School over in Cali? What's going on out there? Um. I used to be in Cali, but I'm in Oregon now. But uh, next week, next week is our uh, final week. Wow! So you got one more week, man. I'm 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 darn near in school until the end of June. Might as well say July, man. By the time I get out, it's crazy on the East Coast, man. Everybody, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Nitty Gritty Niners Talk Show. Happy Memorial Day to everybody out there. I know you guys thought we weren't going to be doing a show today because that's what we said, but we were like, no, it's Memorial Day. Our peoples are at home chilling. Let's go ahead and talk about the business. Milk is chilling. What more can I say? Top billing. Yes, let's get it in. Listen, everybody, if you're out there, go ahead, like, and follow us on our Facebook page. That's facebook.com backslash Nitty Gritty Niners. You can also follow us on Twitter as well. That's at Nitty Gritty with the number nine ERS. You also can follow us right now because we're streaming right now live on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Go to our Instagram channel where you can go ahead and find all the latest videos and and pictures and posts uh, out there. That's Instagram at Nitty Gritty Niners. You can subscribe to us as well on YouTube because that's where we're going to be posting the live shows as we're done. They'll be right up there on YouTube within hours time. So you can watch the replay, pond the replay. And to everybody listening to us on their favorite podcasting network, make sure you go to anchor.fm, Nitty Gritty Niners, Spotify, Stitcher, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, you name it, you name it. We're there also on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to us there and select those five stars. And please, by all means, by any means necessary, leave a comment. Last but not least, 
you can email us to nittygrittyniners at gmail.com. And if you're not already rocking that Nitty Gritty Niners apparel, if you're over the Trey Lance hype train, the iced Trey shirts, we got Nitty Gritty apparel there as well. So please go to the site www.nittygrittyniners.com and cop your latest Nitty Gritty Niners apparel. Now I got to get my camera focused because somehow it came out of focus. So I'm looking a little blurry on for y'all. So hold on. All right. Bam. Focus should be fixed in a little bit. All right, there we go. So now we got those things out the way. Shout out to everybody that is going to be that is watching us, watching us right now live on our Twitch. We got Cinnamon Kiss in the building. What's going on? Hey, I got your message today. She says she subscribed at Tier One. Six months in advance. That's what we like to hear. Thank you so much for being a Nitty Gritty Niner supporter. We truly appreciate you out there. And as well, you know, if you subscribe to this Wayne Breezy channel, you're not only going to get Niners, you're going to get just about anything under the sun. So shout out to Cinnamon Kiss. And I just want to welcome everybody. Everybody. You're, you're, you're so welcome. Now, let's get to today's show. We're not going to be before you long. I promise it's going to be a hitter and quitter. June 1st is coming. June 1st is coming. That means tomorrow, things are going to change for teams in the NFL. And the 49ers might be doing some changing. And that's why we were like, let's go ahead and bring you guys a show on this evening, on Memorial Day evening, all right? And so here we go, all right? So let's go ahead and start with the thing. Show's called No Cap because we talked about salary cap. And we're also talking about how we're not lying. And I know Peachy's been talking about this guy for a long time, so we're going to get into that soon. But I do want to bring up some of the things that's going down with Western Richburg. And so if you did not get the news, here is the latest piece on Weston Richburg, all right? Um, he is set to retire. And so we had to come up with a list of those that are going to probably be cut on June 1st, like post-June 1st, right? We had to go ahead and figure that out, all right? And so Weston Richburg is number one on the list. He's already set to retire. According to David Lombardi, a little piece of longer-term good news for the 49ers is when Richburg retires as soon as this week, his contract will also come off the 2022 books. Had it realized over the cap was still listing him there, that will free up 9.2 million of much needed cap space in 2022. Let's talk a little bit about that, Peachy. Your thoughts on the money freeing up from Western Richburg and the fact that he's talking about retiring. I think that Weston was unable to stay healthy. I think that's probably the best thing for him to retire from the National Football League. As far as the money goes, we could definitely that was definitely promising for 2022 since we have some, some players that we need to extend, namely Fred Warner. And that's going to help us to do that. There's also um, other people that we also need to be take mind of extending possibly as well. Or just um, giving them maybe just a little bit more off of that. We do have a lot of people that in the future that are going to need some attention. So the 9.2 million will, will help with that a little bit. I agree. And Makoa, what are your thoughts on Western Richburg retiring, freeing up some money? What are your thoughts on that? Um, my thoughts are, I think it's like good for both sides. You know, uh, Western Richburg hasn't been on the field uh, lately because of injuries and all that. And also help the 49ers to extend those players, like Peachy was talking about, Fred Warner. Uh, that's a big one. 
and um also um maybe a chance for Julio Jones maybe I don't know but that's my thoughts that is, and that's true. This so this money isn't the nine point two million dollars isn't supposed to come off the books until twenty twenty two. That's a big number because the other player that we're gonna talk about in a little bit also he has a smaller dead cap number in twenty twenty two, but he can free the books for a large chunk of money. And so if that particular player is cut as well, that could free up almost now you're talking about th- over thirty million dollars to work around and now you can see why the 49ers might be in on a guy like Julio Jones and extending Fred Warner and having money in 2023 to extend uh, Nick Bosa I believe that's when his contract is up and so now we're talking right because now the 49ers are going to have some money to utilize to keep some of these core pieces here for the next several years and that's what we want as 49er fans that's what we want now I know the bots are out there kicking everybody's butt I thought I tamed them down so let me just let me just give you a couple of pointers right now don't talk in all caps because that's like you're you're yelling at us right and there's something about the the more than one emoji at a time if you use one emoji at a time you're good I feel like if you use multiple emojis it feels like you're spamming the emoji button all right I will work on fixing that, but in the meantime, just use one at a time. You know what I'm saying? Just one smiley face, one shush face, whatever. That way, no one gets put in timeout or get caught for spamming because I don't know what is going on. The bots are on it. They're like super. Where is John? Because John is probably still in timeout from Bot Central right now. <laughs> he was having. He was struggling. The last episode, man. The the bots were kicking his tail. Like he. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't saying much of anything. It's just that the bot, like we had like three bots going on and they're like super duper sensitive. And I just thought it was funny because I was like, dude, you can't get out of, you know, bot jail right now. Like they, they got you in here. So we're working on that. And so as we're doing the show, I'll work on trying to, you know, fix that. Something like that. All right. All right. So Weston Richburg on his way to retirement. Listen, I think this is a great thing. You guys hit the nail on the head. You both said that he can't find a way to stay healthy. And and therefore, he's more like a detrimental to the team. He's like that appendix where, you know, kind of like you don't need it. Um, So might as well go ahead and get rid of it. And so since he's able to retire, um, I think it's the best thing for the 49ers uh, going forward. And I think it's the best thing for him health wise. Right. And there's always a way, man. You go ahead and retire. You do out you do out your retirement. You start feeling healthy again. And there's a possibility you could somehow, some way, especially as a lineman, probably make a make a make a little comeback, right? It doesn't take an extra super duper set of skills to play on the offensive line like it does at tight end, where we've seen Gronk come back from retirement and quarterbacks that retire. Like it just doesn't take a lot. So if there's a possibility that that window may be open. Like even with Joe Staley retiring. I think the 49ers left it to where there's like a small possibility. Like if he wanted to return, he probably could. I don't know. Uh, definitely not now. Joe Staley looks more. He's so skinny. I, I couldn't even see him playing. Right. It looks like a quarterback. I don't, I don't know. I, I feel like that um, Brandon Jacobs, if he can come back at 38. <laughs> did he come back though? Did, did he get signed? No, but he's trying to is what I'm saying. Like if he if he has the urge to come back at 38, then uh, I don't know. It's possible that you know these guys can come back. I, I don't I don't see Brandon. I don't see Brandon. <laughs> doing a job. Even though, even though if you see his pictures, he looks mm-hmm. like 
tip-top shape. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, tip-top shape. So it's a possibility. Like, I I, I don't know, but I, hey, who, who cares? He won't be a 49er. He was probably the worst 49er acquisition player that the 49ers Man. acquired in the offseason. Didn't he come to the team and said he did not want to play for the 49ers? Yeah, that's pretty much what he said. Then why did he... Was he in a trade or free agency? Was a free agent, right? It had, it had to be free agent. I'm not exactly sure. All I know is he got mad because I guess he wanted a bigger role than was slotted for him. So he pitched a hissy fit and acted stupid and then he didn't want to play you know, no more because he didn't get what he wanted. Hmm. Like a crybaby. And, and that sounds about right. I just wanted to know <laughs> when he got to the 49ers, he chose the contract, he signed the contract, mm-hmm. and then put on the hissy fit. Exactly. Um, man, get your get your mind right, bro. And good luck. <laughs> good luck in the NFL. I mean, hey, you know what? If Tim, maybe it was a joke because Tim Tebow <laughs> made the comeback, and so maybe he was like, "Well, if Tim Tebow can do it, right. then I can do it," and then <laughs> it might turn into something else. You know what, Kelly? Stevie Johnson was a bad acquisition. To- These are guys I thought were going to be nice with the Niners. Stevie Johnson couldn't stay healthy. Right. I, I remember him. I do. He was from the do Buffalo you, Bills. Yeah. Do you do you know that the, the only thing that I remember from Stevie Johnson was, remember that long catch that he had that Cap made to him? I forgot who we're playing. Why well, can't I remember who we're playing now? That was the only shiny moment that I remember from Stevie Johnson. It was like an 80, like a 70 something or an 80 yard um, yard catch. I don't remember which one it was, but I just remember it was awesome. I just remember it was an awesome throw, awesome catch. This only thing I remember from Stevie Johnson being with 49ers. I remember remember him being hurt the majority of the time Mm -hmm. he was here. Right. And then I think I remember him catching a touchdown in the end zone. Uh, and 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 that probably that catch that you're talking about, McCoy. Do you even know who Stevie Johnson is? He wore I'm number three. Ro- I'm just rolling by what you guys said. Really? Yeah. Like that's our point. Like so, the 49ers acquired this wide receiver in free agency named Stevie Johnson. He was a beast with Buffalo, mm-hmm. and we were like, yes, we're gonna get a mm-hmm. you know guy can can run routes, can get in the end zone, and then he came to the 49ers. And I don't know if it was the quarterback play or the style of offense we were running, but he was hot garbage as a free agent wide receiver. You know, some people would say Marquise Goodwin wasn't that great as a free agent, even though he had that one season where did he get the thousand yards or did he come really close to the thousand yards? I think he kind of close to getting it. Yeah. And so it's like the 49ers and wide receivers don't really, they, they can't really pan out, you know? And so... And so going forward, uh, speaking of wide receiver, that's that's where we're going with this. And so I do want to put up an old 49. There is one wide receiver, Peachy and Makoa, that the 49ers acquired in free agency, and he was a lock. And I mean on lock. He was the best wide receiver on the team. Pierre Garçon was trash, too. I do want to put that out there. He was another trash acquisition by the 49ers. That was supposed to work. He couldn't stay healthy. Bad neck. But this guy right here, shout out to my man, Coach Yak. Yakety Yak and Quan Bolden. Now, he, he put this out there because people are talking about getting Julio Jones and him being like 95 years old. And so he wanted to put this out there. Anquan Bolden was 33 years old when he was traded. Excuse me, he was a trade. He wasn't even a free agent. 
He was traded by the Baltimore Ravens to the 49ers for a sixth-round draft pick. During his three seasons with the Niners, he had 237 catches, 3,030 yards, and 16 touchdowns. You want to talk about tough guy? Mm -hmm. This was a tough guy. Do you remember Anquan Bolden, McCoy? Yes, uh, him with Michael Crabtree, Vernon Davis, Frank Gore, Colin Kaepernick, all of them. That's like my first season watching TV or watching football, and I love being mm-hmm. that person. That's cool, man. Anquan Bolden was that dude, man. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you right now. He, he was that guy. Uh, Peachy, tell us a little bit about Anquan Bolden. Um, well, first of all, Anquan Bolden uh, was in Baltimore, as I said, before the 49ers got him. Balled out when he was in Baltimore, too, by the way. He did. He was also really... Who was the other receiver? It was, uh, it was, him, it was him and... I want to say it was T.J. Huzmanzada. There was two of them in Baltimore, but he definitely balled out in Baltimore. No, T.J. was in... Um, he was Cincinnati, then he went to... Oh, to yeah, 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 yeah. That's right, that's right, that's right. You're right. I think it was T.J. I think that is who we're talking about. I can't remember about. if that was his counterpart. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember who it was. All I know is that he was a baller, and when he came to the 49ers, he gave the 49ers, like, the toughness. Like, a really, like, a tough, a tough-minded attitude because... But he was sensational, he did a little blocking out there. He just he just did a whole bunch of things. Like he was just a he was a beast out there. I, I mean, love Dan Kwan. Yeah, his, he had the strongest hands mm-hmm. at the wide receiver. Like he caught just about anything that came his way. Yep. He ran across the middle. He took hits. He laid cats out. Like he he had a physique at the wide receiver position mm-hmm. that was just weak. It was like he was he was like Shannon Sharp at the wide receiver position. Right. He had that body physique at the wide receiver position. And he caught really tough catches. 16 touchdowns, 3,030 yards. He was 3,030, yeah. He was in a dog, a dog dog. And so the 49ers may have the opportunity to draft a guy, or not draft a guy, to trade for a guy out of Atlanta named Julio Jones. And I think that is the whole preface, like, can the 49ers afford Julio? According to everybody out there, no. But at some point, like, when are we going to stop worrying about the daggone cap? Like, the cap, cap, cap. It's just a number. It continuously goes up. And so if you want to worry about draft picks and stock and future, who cares? The 49ers are set to win now and in the future because they already got their quarterback. So what are you trying to do? They got quarter and they got younger players too that they can kind of sign five five years from now, four years from now. So I think that the 49ers can figure it out and trade for a guy like Julio. And so here are the teams that are in on a Julio Jones. Notice how three of those teams are NFC West teams. <laughs> <laughs> do you notice that or is it just me? Yeah, I noticed that. And I'm not making this up. This is actually reported out there. You've heard the reports from Seattle, right? Mm-hmm. Seattle wants him. How? I don't know. What, all right, Seattle. What did you hear about Seattle, McCall? Uh, I heard that um, Russell Wilson was talking to Julio. Of, uh, they wanted to play with each other and all that. And then when, uh, that's basically what I heard and saw that Russell Wilson uh, and Julio was talking with each other. 
and try and pair up with each other in Seattle. If the Seattle Seahawks somehow, some way, acquire Julio Jones for like Jamal, it can't even be that. If they somehow acquire Julio Jones, at some point as a 49er fan, I have to sit back and say, what are we doing wrong? And why are we not trying to make the same moves? Because no one else in the right mind, especially in the NFC West, is worried about a cap. Right. No cap. Right. Peachy, you heard Seattle. You, you heard some different things about Seattle. And so, really, why don't you tell everybody what the deal is with the Atlanta Falcons and why they're trying to move Julio? Is it because they drafted Kyle Pitts? The deal, the deal is, people, the Falcons are moving Julio for several reasons. One of the main reasons is because they cannot pay Julio. They cannot pay him. They're also broke as a joke, and they have zero money. That means they cannot finagle their cap in any way to make it work at all. The reason why that they drafted Kyle Pitts is because to, to replace Julio. Because you know, even though that that I know that sounds funny, but a younger replacement for Julio because Kyle Pitts is a lot cheaper. But at the moment, as of the thirty first, we cannot or, or they sorry they cannot even sign their rookies. So they're hmm. moving Julio. He is going to be moved. It is not even a cat like it's more like it's not even a like cap thing with the fact they can't do anything. They are literally strapped. They're strapped. They cannot do anything. They have to move him. On the they contrary, though, it is the cap thing. That the issue well, is he but, puts them above the cap. Right. And that's why they can't sign their rookies. Yeah. And so yeah, because his true. number is that fifteen, I think it'll be fifteen million if he gets treated, but it's twenty something million if right. he stays talking. And because his number is that high, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they can't figure it out. And so they have to relieve his contract, keep the other guys, you know what I'm saying? Because they they keep the number under the cap. Callie says, ATL can yeah. barely... <laughs> that was 99 cents. I'm just curious. Because if they're 99 cents, that's bad. It is out of control bad. The Falcons have got themselves into an insane position, just like um, I was talking to you earlier and telling you, they don't have a parag. They don't have a magician like the 49ers do. They they do things like out front, whatever. They don't try to finagle very much. The Falcons, you never hear about the Falcons restructure, you know, a whole bunch of all that different stuff like that, getting to the intricacies of pulling money one way to another way. They just out front pay people. And this is what happens when you do not have a parag on your staff. And it's not it's not just necessarily it's it's a way of word uh wording mm-hmm. and working. Right. It's a way of wording the, the language in the contract, and it's a way of working the numbers, mm-hmm. whether they be on the back end, the front end, to free up money to do yep. these things. Right. And so yeah, you're right. Like they don't have the magician back there. Cinnamon <laughs> mm-hmm. Kiss says ATL can't even afford a portion right. of a contract. Here's the thing. They can pay him. And then not have any of their rookies play, which would mean that those rookies would have to go on the, oh my God, what's the name of that list? Come on. Y'all know the list. The rookies would go on that list. And that means that other teams can probably pick up their rookies. Oh, that's crazy. 
That would be yeah. insane. You know, um, another um, important comments off of that list. Everybody would be in line for Kyle Pitts. <laughs> Everyone, yeah. right? Um, another important thing that's more on the personal side of the issue: the owner apparently has fallen out with Julio. In other words, Julio fell out of favor because I guess, like, he kind of put it to him because they weren't wanting to pay him as soon as they did. And he kept putting pressure on the owner, threatening to sit out the whole nine yards. And I think that they're just more over him as far as that goes. And they're just ready to completely move on from him. And so that's why they pretty much should put it out there that he was, you know what I'm saying? That he's just, he's going to be gone. Mm. Mark my Mm. word. He's going to be traded by June 2nd, tomorrow, June 1st. It'll, you know, how things leak in social media. It'll probably come out. The team it is, but it officially the transaction cannot be made until 12 midnight on June 2nd. Mm. And he will be gone. So, you, so yeah, okay. And and, and and hold on, because I wanna, and we're going to talk about all these teams. We'll save ours for last, obviously. Miss Debbie is in the building. Hey, Miss Debbie. Hey, Long time no see. To walk in, but I here. Yay! Thank you so much. Thank we appreciate. You. All right, so <laughs> let's go back to these teams. Okay, the Rams. Mm. Let's talk about them. So we 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 talked about the Seahawks. McCall talked about the Seahawks. Peachy broke down the whole situation with the Falcons and why they have to move this guy. Why the, the, the money is too rich for their blood at this moment, right? Now, the Rams. Now, I'm going to put the Rams up here because the Rams somehow, some way, figure out ways to get players on their team. I don't know if people just like Sean McVay. I don't know what type of picture he paints them, but they they go to the Rams. They do. They, they, they do. Well, and it's playing in L.A. because they didn't do that whenever they, they were located in St. Louis. It's just because they're in LA is is one is one appealing thing. Because why would you want to go play in LA and pay eighty billion dollars in taxes when you could have went to St. Louis and live for free? (laughs) So that's dumb. I'm just telling you. A lot of people want to be in LA. The the market is bigger in LA. Mm -hmm. I I hear you. I, I don't know if that's what it is. Uh, but uh, I think the San Francisco market, you know, the lights are big there too. And so I, I, I finally agree. feel like players are, are wanting to come to California, but, you know, taxes, man, like them property taxes. No joke. <laughs> so people talk about that. And you heard our rookie talk about it when he realized he was coming to California. Kyle Shane warned him too. Aaron Thomas was like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh man, oh man. He was like, Yeah, I didn't really think about it, you know what I'm saying? But you know, I'll let my play, you know what I'm saying, pay for my property taxes. Basically, that's right. it. Mm-hmm. I definitely like that. Yo, Cali agrees, man. He says the lifestyle. The lifestyle is here. Uh and and you know, it's it's LA's big city of dreams. You know, people want to come out, you know, out to California. LA is Hollywood. That's that's what it is. So so the lights are definitely a little bit brighter. Um, but hey, it is what it is, you know. Um they find ways to sign players that they have no business of being able to afford. And I think that's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, 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 can, we can drop a list of players that the Rams get. We're just like, how? They have like no first round draft picks. 
They don't have any first round draft picks to probably 2036. <laughs> I know I'm making up the number, but I'm just saying. Probably valid too. Right. And it's because they don't okay. care. Mm-hmm. Like they compete. They get good. Play- Listen, we crack on the St. I'm about to call them the St. Louis Rams. See, Peach, you had me call them the St. Louis Rams. We crack on the LA Rams. And here's what I don't understand. They went to the Super Bowl. They got beat like what seven to three? Something was the like a crazy Super Bowl, right? By the Patriots. They they have a bad next season. And guess where they were contending to be in the Super Bowl the season after that? Like they made it back to the playoffs. And so I don't know why we're laughing at the Rams. The only thing I, I like is that we know how to beat them, especially when they have Jared Goff. So now we have to refigure out how to beat them now that they right. have Right, exactly. Because <laughs> that's a whole different ball game there with Matt Stafford. I don't think people understand that. Yeah. I have a comment. Yeah. Uh, what's called? I heard that the Rams are out of the uh, Julio Jones talk. So they're out of the Julio Jones talk. Hey, I believe it when I see Julio gets to a team. I believe it when I see Julio sign to the AFC. You know what I'm saying? I, I I won't rule any NFC. When people know that the 49ers want a player, they all they all want that player. Uh, Satellites, Astro- Satellites astronaut says, "I think the young dude and the redhead would be oh, <laughs> who is Satellites astronaut? Is that your person? Nah, I don't know who he is." <laughs> y'all crazy. He's saying that y'all should date. Oh, okay. See, that would be illegal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she'll, she'll be in uh Watson prison. She'll be headed with Deshaun Watson. Hey, maybe, maybe maybe he can give you a massage when you see him there. Like that's that's how we can look at that. Alrighty then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like let's 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 iron that out, right? Because I just know that if Kyle Shanahan wants Julio, which I think this is why Kyle tries not to say he wants players, mm-hmm. right? Does this make sense? This is probably why he's like, mm, yeah, you know, exactly, because he doesn't want to give that. You know what I'm saying? Because these, I guarantee you, Pete Carroll. And for some reason, people like to play for Pete Carroll. I don't, I don't get it. Um, and Sean McVay. And luckily, luckily, the, the the Cardinals aren't in it because I feel like they got their receivers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Cardinals, <laughs> the Cardinals do not um, um, do not need him. The one the one thing that I will say, though, is that um, you are right, Breezy, about what you said about Kyle. Because Kyle wants these players, but he knows good and damn well as soon mm. as he starts talking about somebody that he covets, everybody's going to swarm in. It's like that thing I put up. The whole NFL is watching to see what the 49ers do because they they know what's going to happen if we get Julio. They know it's over. They know. I mean, it might be over anyway, but they know it's over if we get Julio. And the league yeah. is jealous of the 49ers and the talent that we have. And again, they're jealous of of our magician Rob because of the way that he can can make things happen better than anyone else. They were pissed at us because we got Trent Williams. They were just, you know what I'm saying? Like they always are. But the one thing that I will say about Kyle that he cannot hide is his affinity for Julio because he just, just what, last week when they were asking about that, he was like, well, you know, we, we, 
we were also uh, we always look into players, you know, the trade or whatever. But Julio's not, you know, he's not available, you know, as the right now. But you could tell, you know, like that he still has that affinity for for his homie, like he really does. Dude, man, Kyle Shanahan lights up like he' about to go on a first date. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> like, like, oh, Kyle, this girl like you, yo, word. Like he lights up and he tries to hide it the best way he can. Uh, but like uh, Cinnamon says, it would be legal tampering. It would be tampering. And so uh, he, he tries not to say it. But I guess the, what I'm really trying to say is he's trying not to show interest in these players. Is, right. that, is that a better way to exactly. say it? Exactly, yeah. Because oh, yeah. the moment he has an inkling of interest in a player, all mm-hmm. of a sudden, here comes the rest of the league. Because if you don't remember... I don't know, uh, call pull up Julio's stats and the year they went to the Super Bowl for us because that is important. Julio was like the best wide receiver in the league that season. Matt Ryan was MVP that season. That- they running backs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman were like the one-two punch mm-hmm. that season. That, that sideline catch that Julio had in the Super Bowl was a thing of beauty. Oh my God, I'll never forget that. <laughs> I was like, how did he do this? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. Like uh, Kelly yeah. says, we don't want to see a shine. <laughs> Yo, man, uh, what's that ludicrous song? When I move, you move just like, like that. that. That's, that's what Kyle Shanahan does to the league. And you mm-hmm. can see the league transcending. The only thing I would say that Kyle Shanahan took from the league was he kind of he drafted a quarterback that is not to his like like not saying not to his liking but not to his commonality to where he would usually take a quarterback like a Trey Lance he's you know conforming to the league right he's he's saying you know what I'm evolving the league is evolving I'm going to go ahead and get one of these type of quarterbacks Mm -hmm. because if I get one of these quarterbacks we could do some things. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? West Coast 76, thank you so much for tuning in to the stream. And they blew that 28-point lead. Uh, yeah, they did. Hey, man, look, man, <laughs> the, the thing about that is you, you can't give Tom Brady the ball back. Man, mm-hmm. give Tom Brady the ball back with a short field and he punches you in the mouth. It's kind of like a rap. And it's almost like you watch the juju. Hey, how about the 49ers losing to the Kansas City Chiefs? It was almost like the same thing. Now, we weren't up by 28 points. But it felt like we only needed, what, seven minutes more football to have a Super Bowl championship? Seven uh, minutes. Even, then, um, even in five minutes. Like, even at five minutes, we still we still had a shot. Yes, we did. I just thought I'd put that in there. Do you have Julio's stats ready from that season, McCoy? Yeah. Please read those stats. All right, so he had 88 receptions, 1,444 1, yards. All right, stop right. Okay. He had 1,400 yards. 1,400 yards. Go ahead. Uh, 16.4 yards per, uh, average and then three touchdowns. He only had three touchdowns that year? Oh. Mm-hmm. That's it? He was moving chains, though. Yes, he was. 
He's moved. Ch- you know why he only had three touchdowns? They were successfully running the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the 49ers, doesn't it? Right. Right. And also, um, that that was one of the complaints, if you guys remember, that Julio and have is a touchdown catches, despite, you know, and then a lot of people that play fantasy, of course, they were upset about it because he had all these yards and he would almost get there and then they run the ball in for 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 a touchdown. Or they would pitch to a a running back for a touchdown. But that's one thing that he would, you know, was kind of miffed about was, you know, that that scene right there with his touchdowns because people would always ask him, you know, like, well, how do you feel about not, you know, <laughs> not having that many touchdowns? Yeah, it's it's a it's a thing, yo. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. look, the, the way the 49ers are set up this year, I'm okay if they get if they get Julio. I'm not looking for him to get touchdowns. I'm looking for his productivity. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at teams having the game plan for Julio. You could, I wish you would. Single coverage. Right. Like I, I wish an, uh, a team in the NFL would single cover him, because even if the ball is not thrown well, it's nine times out of ten it's going to be a catch if you throw it in his vicinity. And so the way Kyle Shanahan likes to play, I know a lot of people say that if you get Julio Jones, oh, it's Trey Lance all day. I would say if you get Julio Jones, this helps. This helps Jimmy Garoppolo a lot more than it helps Trey yeah, Lance. Jay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a slot. Yeah. It's the quick throws. Absolutely. Jimmy is a quick processor. Let's talk mm-hmm. about strengths, right? And so Jimmy is the next and the last guy we're going to talk about on this cap situation, right? Let's talk about strengths. Because Jimmy Garoppolo is the is probably one of the quickest processing quarterbacks in the NFL. Therefore, he's looking to get the ball out of his hands quick. What's happening is the defenses are recognizing that. They're like, oh, he can't hold the ball long. So if we force him and put eight people in the box and take away the, uh, the run game in the middle, the intermediate route, that stuff right across the middle, well, he's going to have to hold the ball. If he holds the ball, he's going to fumble the ball. If he fumbles the ball, defense gets the ball back. If he doesn't fumble the ball, we could bat the ball down the line of scrimmage. If we don't bat the ball down at the line of scrimmage, we get a sack. It's a three-way thing that the defenses are thinking. So they just put eight men up front, take away the intermediate quick pass routes for Jimmy Garoppolo, and force Jimmy to try to throw the ball deep. Well, guess what? His wide receivers can't get open. Plus, he didn't also have an offensive line that gave him time for the wide receivers to get open. Therefore, it was just a SHIT show for Jimmy Garoppolo. And this started in 2019. Let's not say it happened in 2020. Mm-hmm. In 2019, that's when it started. Jimmy started looking beatable in 2019, toward the end of that season. He started to look no more like Superman. He started to look almost like, oh, snap. And you saw it. So you saw Kyle Shanahan take the ball out of his hand. Raheem Moster win the NFC Championship game. Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, excuse me, Tevin Coleman beat the Vikings because that's who beat the Vikings. Then he got hurt. I'm trying mm-hmm. to remember that. Mm-hmm. So if you acquire Julio, I, I'm going to be all in on Jimmy. And, uh, that, that's what I, who, Jimmy? What? what am I hearing? If you, if okay. you get this guy this particular piece, <laughs> I don't, I, Trey Lance will sit the whole season. Unless Jimmy gets Wow. Yeah. Okay, Breezy. 
Yeah, if you comments. get this, if you get this one piece, people are probably like, well, why can't you do that with the pieces you got? They don't acquire much attention on defense as as a Julio would. Yes, George Kittle does, but they use George Kittle a little differently. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's a this is a great question. Uh, yeah. Why don't you could take it? I I know I would answer it, but uh, Callie says. Why do you guys think Jimmy has a hard time reading a linebacker out in the zone in the middle of the field? This is his, uh, what do you call it, kryptonite? Mm-hmm. That's what we call it. Because people compare Jimmy to like a Superman. He looks like a Superman. He looks like a Clark Kent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks like a Clark Kent. And then he looks like a Superman. I'm not going front. You guys the physique. But I tell you what, this is his kryptonite. Makoa, why do you think Jimmy has a hard time reading that linebacker? I would say, yeah, that's a hard question. That's a hard question because I don't really focus on that. Uh, can PG go first and I'll think about sure. it? PG, take a crack at Why do you think he has a hard time reading the linebacker? The linebacker is clearly saying, I'm going to drop. They tell Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> they don't even disguise it. They're like, Jimmy, I'm going to drop back 15 yards and play safety and I'm going to be right here, and you think I'm going to drop the ball, but I'm not. Why do you think? Because, because um, in my opinion, whenever Jimmy's reading the field and he sees the receiver that he's trying to target, the thing is, it's because of the way that he reads, because he doesn't read the entire field. What happens is that Jimmy, like, it seems like the linebacker gets behind, like sinks behind the receiver because the linebacker has already read Jimmy before he even throws the ball. Like he already knows what he's going to do. So the linebacker is already in position to move. And what they do is they know that Jimmy locks on a target. So what they do is they just creep up behind the receiver that he's trying to hit. And then they creep up in front. And that's how they get. That's my opinion. That's what I think. And and there's nothing wrong with that opinion. I'm going to tell you right now, look, Jimmy Garoppolo, he just struggles with the linebacker because it's an extra defender that he's just clearly not counting in his head. Right. And he's thinking he can get the ball either over the linebacker uh, or, or whatnot. And he's throwing it to athletic linebackers. Now, a couple of things to say about this. I would like to see in defense, I would like to see Fred Warner drop back in coverage every single time with Jimmy mm-hmm. throwing the ball. Because that's the only way he's going to learn not to do that. Right. If the linebacker drops in coverage and he's playing out there, then you're probably not going to want to throw that ball because he's playing the underneath route. And if he's playing underneath, nine times out of ten, Jimmy, that's going to be an interception. And so I'm hoping at this moment, I'm hoping, you know, in his time off in the press box, I'm hoping he's, he's able to see things like that. I'd much rather him throw interceptions to the outs, you know, down mm-hmm. the field, outside right. picks. Right. Like, at this point, I mean, and, and, and if he doesn't learn that, Callie, I mean, it's clear to say that the 49ers realize that's probably one of his weaknesses and they're prepared to move on in the near future. They're prepared to move on. So Jimmy Garoppolo can be cut, guys, and he would save the 49ers some money. You know what I'm saying? And that would be kind of good for Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I mean, that would be good for Jimmy because now he can go to a team that feels like we'll give him a chance. And it would be great for the 49ers. It's always a win-win. And you got to shout out Paragorate because they do these type of contracts. Mm-hmm. The only thing about moving Jimmy as far as in trading is he has to go to a team that he approves. And I don't think any team at this moment, the ones that he wants, 
want Jimmy Garoppolo. So the 49ers are going to be stuck with a decision. I know we're keeping Jimmy. He's our guy. <laughs> He's going to be the guy. I get it. We all get it. We all understand that. You know what I'm saying? But June 1st isn't here yet. It'll be here in the next four or five hours. And so with that being said, there is a small possibility Jimmy Garoppolo can be cut and then things can go down in a whole different direction. And oh boy, will 49ers Twitter be on fire if he's cut? Because now people are going to be like, oh, well, we cut Jimmy, then Josh Rosen's going to be the starter and Trey Lance is going to sit behind Josh Rosen. Where you get the... Where y'all stop with that? Y'all know Trey... I keep calling him Trey Young. Y'all know Trey Lance is going to be the guy and he's probably going to be the starter and it's okay. Now, Johnny James Niner Gang says, like like the linebacker in Minnesota, yeah, we talk about Kendricks, man. He kept gift wrapping the ball too. He threw two interceptions in that that game, divisional round game, I believe. And they were both to him. And they were, he dropped back in coverage and then he picked off Jimmy Garoppolo like twice and threw a third one, but he dropped it. <laughs> so Jimmy just struggles throwing the ball. He, he struggles in reading that linebacker. Uh, which teams to Jimmy? This is a good question because for what I'm hearing, Aaron Rodgers might be headed to Denver. And so if Aaron Rodgers is headed to Denver, Jimmy might just be out of luck. And so he might end up being stuck. I can't see Jimmy playing for the for the uh, Washington football team. I just I just don't. I'm not saying it won't happen. I just don't think that's where I see him. Or that's where he wants to go. I don't think that's where he wants to go. You gotta remember, Jimmy wants to go to a team where he's going to be able to start. Not compete for a starting spot, but start. Jimmy feels he's a starter, and he is. I'm not going to front. Jimmy just needs to find a way to stay healthy. He stays healthy. Um, You know, I I think he has a good shot, depending on the offense that he is asked to run. Now, back to Jimmy getting cut. Do you think June 1st to June 2nd, Jimmy Garoppolo will remain on this team in spite of all the sayings that John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have been talking. Let's go with McCoy first. Uh, Breezy hit me with a hard question. What's called? I feel like he will be on the... Okay, okay. I feel like he will be on the team because... Um, I, I mean, I can see it. But I'm sticking with uh, he'll be on the team because uh, it, I think he's like more a veteran presence and all that, and then he knows the system, so he can like mentor a little bit. Oh my god, just Jimmy G. Um, but I, I would say he will be on the team, but I will not be shocked if he's not. Okay, that's fair. PG, I do believe that Jimmy will remain a 49er. But I still do believe that he will be traded um, sometime before the trade deadline. I would like to say one thing. Seeing with New Orleans, you know what? I'm actually down with that. I'm actually down with the Saints, and I think Jimmy would be down with that too. That's actually a a, a great spot that I have not even thought about. So thank you for that, Sin, because that's that is a that could be a possibility. It could, it, it could be a possibility. Um, it, it could be. I like it. Definitely. He would compete against Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. So it would still be a competition. It wouldn't be a job just handed to him. He would have to go in there and earn it. 
Uh, I think even now as a 49er, he still has to earn it, even though he still sort of kind of has like a backup set of keys. Um, but I don't think they're the full keys to the throttle. Callie says Jimmy isn't getting cut. I, I don't think Jimmy's getting cut either. Um, do Would I want to cut him? I mean, that's $26 million. Mm-hmm. I guess my thing is, why do we need Jimmy Garoppolo? I'm asking y'all. Like, why do we need him? Don't give me that mentor crap. And don't also give me the fact that he knows the playbook because I don't think he knows the playbook. And I think that's the issue. He knows parts of the playbook that Kyle Shanahan scripts for him. But we have three other quarterbacks on the roster that can bridge for Jimmy. Now, I, I will say Jimmy gives us the best chances of winning weeks one through seven before you bring in a rookie after the bye week. I would say that, but then you won't be able to save that $25 million, $22 million. And so the question is, why do we need Jimmy? Like, seriously, like what? He does win. He does win. We're not going to take that from him. But, but it's, you know, when you say, when you say he wins, it's like you, you take away from the rest of the team too. Because I feel like he wins when things are all in the right places. And then you saw him struggle with a bad offensive line. And so would he still be a winner if the offensive line wasn't fixed? Now that the offensive line is fixed, now my expectation is for Jimmy to win every game. There's no excuse. So, Callie, I agree. He does win. His record says he wins. But how much of that was helped by the, the run game, the O-line blocking, and all that different type of stuff? Not saying that that stuff shouldn't happen in the first place. Because God knows, if, if Russell Wilson had an offensive line, would he ever lose a game? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right. But sometimes quarterbacks got to go out there and do what they got to do. And he did prove. But again, Kelly, that's 2019, my guy. We're talking about 2021 now. We're talking about a whole two years later. Teams have progressed. Teams have advanced. Teams have gotten better. And so you're asking him to go out and win in 2019, but in 2021. And unless Jimmy has took up, took it up a, a, another notch, which we don't know. Um, we We won't know. We, 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 we don't know. Callie says he did win 2017 when defense wasn't elite. Yeah, but that was toward the end of the season, bro. We weren't really contesting and playing for anything. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right. He did. He did win at the end of 2017 because Kyle Shanahan gave him five plays and said, go and execute these five plays. Just rotate them. Defense is going to figure it out. So you're right. He was a winner. I'm not taking winning away from Jimmy Garoppolo. That's one thing I won't do. He can win. He could win games. Anything else you guys want to add to Jimmy? The only thing that I wanted to... <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to laugh at that. I said, he, I said he ran five plays. They were bootlegs. This is what I don't understand about Kyle Shanahan. Uh-huh. Jimmy is a successful bootleg quarterback. The same way we watched Jared Goff be successful against the 49ers <laughs> as a Ram. Why can't Jimmy just run out, have one blocker in front of him? If the if the guy is coming, jump the ball over his head, let the running back get 98 yards. Why? Why is that not an option? Sorry, got loud. My bad. My bad. Go ahead, PG. You were talking. <laughs> 
It would depend on what Trey Trey looks like during training camp as to what would happen. I know one thing about it. It I don't care what nobody says because I've heard this. I actually got in an argument. Surprise, surprise. It's PG on on Twitter today too. One about Julio and one about Garoppolo. And the one about Garoppolo was basically, you know, is it possible that Trey beats him out? Hell yeah, it's possible that Trey beats him out. There's no way that you can say that. There's every every situation could come out there. It is possible that that Trey could could indeed beat him out. This this training camp is going to be a battle, I believe, of the quarterbacks. I mean, I know people are like, oh, you know, well, Trey's just going to be Samantha's quarterback too. Nobody doesn't know that. They have no idea what is going to happen. I'm not going to say that he's going to beat him out. But please do not say that it's impossible for him to do that because nobody knows whether he's ready or not. They have no idea. They've only seen him make a couple of throws and whatever. We act like that when Garoppolo came over here, when he came over here, he just lit the complete world on fire. And that's not true. That is, that's not true. And if anybody didn't realize that, that following season of the following training camp, should have let people know because all these people that are saying that weren't singing that tune whenever he was throwing those picks and he was going through all that stuff that he was going through that following year whenever he had a complete off season and he was learning stuff they were nervous about it and they weren't sure where the 49ers made the right decision and should the 49ers have paid him and blah 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 but then everybody wants to say that so you have no idea what's going to happen during this training camp and i'm gonna leave it at that and, and, and that's so agreeable, right? Because we did not know it was it was a mystery box. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we getting with Jimmy Garoppolo? Okay, so he won those last five games of the season, or whatever it was, he won. And then it was like going into 2019, we were just like, he got hurt in 2018, excuse me, and he wasn't that great in 2018. Week three, he decided to not go out of bounds and make a dumb executive decision and get sidelined for the whole season. And then we get him in 2019, the year off of his injury, and he played rather decent. So and in 2020, he comes in and we're like, yo, Jimmy should be MVP candidate in 2020. And, and then he hurt his high ankle. Mm-hmm. The one the one thing that, that people, that I never hear people discuss is how he looked in the Minnesota game, which was week one of 2018, after he had had a full off season and everything, how bad he he had some some bad uh, plays in that game, in that Vikings game. I still remember that game. Overthrew some 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 receivers, underthrew some receivers, the whole nine yards. And I don't see, like, I think people are skipping over that because, you know, his season ended in week three. But it's still important to watch how he looked when he first went out there. There were so many people that were nervous and some, a lot of people were mad because they're like, maybe the 49ers made the wrong decision. Maybe they shouldn't have done this. Maybe they shouldn't have done that. And so you guys just cannot say that. You can't say that because you don't know what's going to happen in training camp. You don't know what Trey is going to look like once he gets all this the dude has been in the playbook for a while now he admitted that and all i'm saying is that remember jimmy was pretty raw 
whenever, you know, he had more of the playbook in his hands that he seemed to not get the grasp of the the pressers, the interviews, the whole nine yards that, that, that we were saying. And Kyle was, you know, making excuse after excuse, trying to say this and everything. People forget about that. They forget about those first few games in 2018. I think it, the Vikings was first and forgot who was second. Was it Detroit? I can't remember um, who it was that he played, but he played in that, that third game in the Chiefs, of course, whenever he tore his ACL. But before that, he didn't look that great in those games. I, yeah, like I said, and, and so uh, another thing, I will say this about Trey Lance, and if you've been studying Trey Lance like I've been studying Trey Lance, one thing I will say that Trey is he's better equipped at that playbook than Jimmy Garoppolo was coming and into a, into the 49ers. So Jimmy Garoppolo had to come in and learn a new system. Well, guess what? Trey Lance kind of already knows the system, and so now he just got to get acquainted to the the verbiage, right? The language, the the twenty six word play calling, and and things like that. But as far as just understanding that pro style type of offense, that's him all day. Jimmy wasn't running that in New England. It was different, and so might might have some type of similarities, but totally different style. Jimmy had to come and learn. That's why they sat Jimmy after the trade. They sat him for several weeks and said, you know what, we're gonna get him acquainted, and then they gave him five plays. They gave him five plays. And this is not, we're not downgrading Jimmy. We're not degrading Jimmy. We're not saying Jimmy can't give me whatever, whatever, whatever. What we're saying is there's a possibility that he may get cut on June 1st and then maybe re-sign to some type of different contract. Who knows? We don't know. Uh, but there's a possibility because there is. this is the 49ers way of saying here's our out and we can add money to our books in 2021 and in 2022. And so that's what we're talking about. This is not a, we're cut Jimmy because he's horrible and he had, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We're just saying there's a possibility because look, there, if, let me ask you this question and we'll get up out of here. And I'm going to ask you guys out there, you guys are watching. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Let's say Parag says, all right, Kyle, we can give Atlanta this, this, and this, but we got to cut Jimmy Garoppolo. If you're Kyle Shanahan, do you do it, Peachy? If you're Kyle Shanahan, do you do it, Makoa? If you're Kyle Shanahan, do you do it, guys out there? Do you cut Jimmy to acquire a Julio Jones? Why? Why are you going to cut a quarterback that we need to bridge for Trey Lance to be this quarterback? Trey Lance isn't ready. Why? Look, Iceman. Welcome, Iceman. Why? Because we're going to, like, Trey, we know, is going to be our quarterback, whether it's at the beginning of the season or if it's in the middle of the season during a trade. And I believe the 49ers are going to – um, get rid of him for nothing unless they did it now. I just do not. I just do not believe that. I believe that they would rather trade him. But if it comes to, you know, um, getting Julio Jones and he's right there, like you just have to make that move. The 49ers are trying to win right now. We're trying to get the best players we can right now. I do believe that that we would, would be able to have, have that with Trey, especially with Kyle being Trey's coach. I really do believe that. So that's just my opinion. I believe, yes, we should. All right. 
And so, all right, we got a couple of comments. We said, uh, let's see. Not we. And so, Callie, we're not going to overlook your comments because we did not miss that. We're just talking that he didn't have a great game. One touchdown is not saying you have a great game. Thank you. He scored dime. Dante. Dante Pettis is also not on this team anymore, by the way. Just forgot. And. Uh, let's see. Johnny Jane says I would trade him right now. Iceman is saying yes, and here comes the opposition. Boom, 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 boom. All right. So Callie says, like Kyle said, when Trey is ready, we will all know coaches, teammates, and fans. See, I think a lot of the stuff that Kyle says is BS. I don't think he wants to show his cards. You got to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Like Kyle Shanahan is playing poker, uh, a, a different kind of poker, too, at that. He isn't showing anything. He doesn't want the league to know anything about Trey Lance. Do you ever think of that? All they need to know is that they 49ers moved up. Why would the 49ers choose Trey Lance over a, a proven on a collegiate level, on a higher collegiate level like a Justin Fields? Why? Well, only Kyle Shanahan knows the answer to that, and it's not because he's not ready. I'll leave that at that. Uh, and then Cinnamon, Cinnamon Kiss says, not until I know Trey beats out Jimmy in training camp. I, I hate to tell you, Miss Cinnamon, but you may never know. Like, you, you, I, I don't think they want us to know. I think that the fact that if we get any Trey Lance footage, we'll be lucky. And I personally want to see Jimmy Garoppolo's footage in training camp because last time I checked, he is the worst practice quarterback mm-hmm. we've ever had yep. in the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan used to be mad at every presser because he couldn't figure out how to describe what Jimmy was doing. Not saying Jimmy didn't get better. All I'm saying is, when it comes to practice football, Jimmy's not that great. Well, let's go leave it at that. And I don't want us to remember that. Uh, Johnny James says, Julio can band-aid that until he's ready. Veteran receivers always help young QBs. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Iceman says, now he comes an hour late. We got to figure this guy out. I got John V comes an hour late, but I love him. <laughs> uh, Iceman219 said, underscore 219. Make sure you get his name right so you guys can follow. Guys, make sure you follow each other. You're all on Twitch, so follow one another as well. Like, Greg, that's the whole point. We're building our community. Yes, and- we're building our family. We're building our family, guys. Iceman says, because Trey's the future, and Kyle will insulate him. Why don't we remember Kyle insulating, uh, I don't even know if that's the right word, Jimmy Garoppolo when he started starting? Right. And then he started taking away pieces and adding new pieces to Mm -hmm. fit Jimmy's strength. Right. This doesn't mean Jimmy was the best option. I will say Jimmy, I mean, this doesn't mean Jimmy was the best quarterback in the league, but he was our best option. Now we have a different option. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to say this uh, real quick. Um, a lot of people are misdirected about the... Um, I had a, this debate with someone on Twitter about the Pat Mahomes situation because we're comparing it to the Trey Lance-Jimmy Garoppolo situation. The one thing that I will say about Pat Mahomes and Alex Smith, the reason why that Pat Mahomes was not uh, did not start as a rookie was because the Kansas City Chiefs were in the playoffs. Hell, they were in the freaking AFC Championship game. So they were were still winning. The 49ers didn't even make the playoffs last year. You guys have got to understand that you can't put that in the same video. It's not that Pat Mahomes wouldn't have been ready to start. It's just that why start him? 
when you have when you have um, this team that is already successful enough, is already going to the playoffs, is already championship games. You don't have to to rush um, somebody out there. You don't have to do whatever. They never said one time that Mahomes would not have been ready to to start. And I just think people got to understand that. It doesn't mean that um, just because you have a rookie, it does not mean that you can't start. And do I do I feel like that that that's what should happen? The only reason why that I feel like that Trey Young shouldn't start, and I think I need to get this out there, is because I feel like the 49ers need to trade. I'm sorry, Trey Lance. You know what it is? I'm watching basketball. <laughs> you get confused. I, I don't I understand. You, you, right. you don't understand to me. I, I do it every time. Trey, Trey, Trey Lance. I'm just going to call him Ice Trey because that's what we call him. <laughs> no, right. They both um, call him Ice Trey now that I know. That, 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 that. Right. But Lance is um, is because I want the 49ers to get something for Garoppolo. Like, I really do not. I feel like all the time he's put in here, I feel like all the dedication the 49ers are given to him, I feel like we need to get something for him. It's the only reason why. And I just need to correct that because I think people got me all messed up here. That's the only reason why I I want Jimmy to start possible because I want other teams to be able to see him. And I know that he's going to be successful in, in this 49er team that we're going to have this year. I'm hoping that he's going to shine enough to where he'll be attractive to a team and they will really, really, you know, want to give us more than they would if they didn't see him. And that's the yeah, only reason why that I wanted to. If Jimmy Garoppolo I, I know. Then what happens? I then then we're screwed. But I'm just okay. right, right, right. I, I, don't, I don't think the 49ers are looking to get anything for Jimmy. I think they're going to play the fact that they have a quarterback that can win now if he's healthy, and they have a quarterback that will win for them in the future. I think they have to play it that route. Because if Jimmy gets hurt, are y'all gonna say, well, is Trey Lance ready? <laughs> no, you're not gonna say that. He's gotta get in the game, right? And so we can't say I, I would see him when he's ready. It, you, we're not gonna never we're never gonna know when he's ready. Right. He's just either gonna come in the game, face adversity, and and either overcome the adversity or not. And, and so that's what I want. I, and I'd rather see it rather I'd rather see it earlier than later. Here's a scenario. Jimmy Garoppolo has the team six and th- uh, five and two by the bye week. Jimmy gets hurt on that last week. Trey, Trey has to come in the game. Now you're asking a rookie to come in a game that you've never seen play in the NFL before and keep this team afloat at a five and two record to continue contending for a, a spot in the playoffs. And that, to me, is way more difficult than him just starting at the beginning of the season. If he loses, he loses. Let him figure out how to overcome it. And you'll probably get it rolling toward the end because there's an extra seed in the playoffs. And once the 49ers get rolling, don't tell me a 9-7 team can't win a Super Bowl because New York Giants did it twice against the same team. Why? They had a defense. And so, with rotation, with depth. And so, all I'm saying is, Trey doesn't even have to be the greatest quarterback right now. He just can't turn the ball over and continue giving his team chances to score points. That's it. Whether it's three points, six points, defensive points, it doesn't matter. I think Trey is capable of doing that because his college film says 
He doesn't turn the ball over. He doesn't turn over. His one turnover. Just one. I don't care where he played. Just one. And it was one in a game that they decided to play at the flip of a coin. We gonna play today? I don't know. You know, you know. Let's just go ahead and play. Go, go suit up. All right, Cole. Let's go out there. All right. And so we gotta, we gotta, we gotta just take it for a grain of salt. The question of the day, though, is: Will Jimmy get cut? And many of you said no. Uh, many of you said that he would be on the team, but you do know the stipulation: the 49ers can cut Jimmy tomorrow and save twenty-two million dollars. Now you got money to finagle. Yeah, I want Fred Warner signed. Before the season start? I do. You, McCall? I know I do. Now, I know we got, what, 18 million, I think, off the on the books right now? And if Western Richburg, I don't know which parts of the money for Western Richburg come back in 2021. That was his 2022 money, that $9.2 million. It's, um, I believe it's $1.9 million or something like that, I think. Right. It's so something we'll get, like that, I think. All right, so Johnny James, yeah. Niner Gang, shout out to you, says we have $17.6 million right now. If you add in that one point something million for Western Richburg come this week, because he's supposed to retire, you'll get that back. So now we're looking at about $19 million. All right. And if you just decided to cut a Jimmy Garoppolo and you add in the 22, now you're looking at 40, almost something million dollars. (laughs) Right. And so now you can say, all right, Fred, let's talk. Mm -hmm. And then you secure Fred. Would you be happy in securing Fred and cutting Jimmy Garoppolo? These are just hypothetical questions, guys. These are just ways for us to figure out ways to make the numbers work. Right. You know, we got people watching and tuned in, and they're probably like, what in the heck? No. We're just trying to figure this out. I don't want to trade Juice as of yet, but I do think he has a tradable contract. I like that, Johnny James. McCoy, did you have something to say? Uh, what's the call it? Um, I have a comparison, I think. Uh, when okay. uh, I think uh, when Peachy was debating on, I think, comparisons with Mahomes and Alex Smith, uh, I think the more valuable, I mean, valid comparison with Jimmy G and Trey Lance is Joe Flacco and Lamar uh, for the Ravens, although they had like a 10 and 6 record when Joe Flacco last played for them. But um, I feel like that's a great comparison because it went from like a pocket passer to like a dual threat type of quarterback. Mm-hmm. There you go. Sounds like the 49ers situation. John V says, we still have a few signings. No, you damn right. We got a few. Yo, Trey Lance is not even a part of Now there's Trey Sermon. Like, I don't think they've signed their contracts yet. Yeah. So... We still have some signings. Uh, Cinema says, do we have enough money to sign Fred now? Uh, $18 million? Mm, probably not. Probably not. Can they find a way to make it work? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, because the magician, we can always find a way to make it work. You know, that means you would continue trying to pay him. It would be one of those George Kittle deals where you finish paying him out this year what he's supposed to make and then pay him really high next year. But... He need he needs to make minimum eighteen million a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so they, that's where we're at with our number, though, Miss Miss Deb. We're, I mean, Miss uh, Cinnamon. We're right here. We're we're not even at eighteen. They they already they already um I mean they they already said on the NFL Network that Fred Warner was was probably going to be that uh, one of the if not the highest paid linebacker because it's his turn to do that. So if you do that, they said that. Uh, you know, that that contract is going to be massive. 
It's not premium, Cali, but when you got a guy like Darius Leonard, who was drafted the same year as Fred Warner in the first round, who's going to probably be making $18 million a year. And Fred Warner, would you arguably say, is better? Yay, nay? I mean, it's kind of kind of tit for tat, in my opinion. Kind of close, and so, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and so, and so right, if, yeah. if, if Leonard is making 18, and Bobby Wagner is already making, what, 15, 16, right? Around you better that. Make Fred Warner. Because if not, guess where he's going? To a different team. Probably uh, Seattle. Exactly. I was going to say, do you really want to see him on another NFC West team? Because I don't want to face him. That's for damn And they will find money to pay him $18 oh, yeah. million. You are correct, Callie, but it's not a premium position, but we're also not talking about $20 million either. But the 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 numbers go up every year, Callie, like for, for different positions. Look what we paid George Kittle. Yeah. And then, and then what happened? Kansas City went right around and made Travis Kelsey the highest paid tight end. You know what I'm saying? We couldn't even, we could only, we bragged for maybe 30 minutes. <laughs> yes. About 30 minutes, we were able to brag, and then Kansas City went and messed that up. Uh, and so, look, Fred Warner has to get paid. And if you want him to be a 49er, you better figure out a way. Let's go ahead and end the show uh, with the cuts. So we said that we know Western Richburg is getting cut. That was unanimous. We said that Jimmy Garoppolo will not be cut. That was unanimous. I'm going to throw a name out here, all right? And I'm just going to throw it out. And you could say yay or nay, all right? D. Ford, will he be cut June 1st? Yay. Ooh. Um, I would say, I would say you will get, how much money do we save? (laughs) It's not much. It's, it's not a lot. It's, it's maybe $3 million, I believe. All right. We're getting some no's. We're getting some yeses. Oh, I mean, I didn't even know y'all were still tuning in. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta communicate in here. It's a little different. Y'all gotta talk, 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 talk. Y'all keep talking. We'll, we'll, we'll put them up. Callie's saying no. Does anyone have the number of the cut of the dead money? Because that's what we that's what we're looking for. I want to say it's like three million. I don't think it's worth to cut him. That's why I would say no. And they did restructure D. They they absolutely did, but they restructured him to where his his cap number would save the 49ers. I want to say about three million dollars if they cut him. Now, and then if they cut him later, uh, he's set to get paid more money in the long run. Hurricane 774 says no. It's a good question. That's a good question. I I don't want to answer it because I'm asking you guys the question. So if you ask me a question, I will answer your question. Uh, uh, But Robert Gal 79 says uh, Ford is still valuable in this defense this year. I agree. I mean, Nick Bosa is your favorite players. I like that. I, I agree. My favorite player on the 49ers, by the way, is Fred Warner. I just want to put that out there. Fred Warner Jr., to be exact, his dad doesn't play football, but his son does. And so he's my favorite player um, in the NFL. Now, let's 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 really think this out, right? D Ford, I believe he would save the 49ers a couple of million dollars, just like Richard Western Richburg is only gonna save the 49ers 1.9, but because he's retiring. He will save the 49ers 9.2 million come 2022. 
I only need D Ford to play a total of 10 games. That doesn't mean 10 full games. I just need, I, he needs to be available for 10 games. That's a little bit more than half of the season. If you can do that and then get him in the playoffs healthy, man, the 49ers be scared. That's scary. And so Cinema Kiss is right. Cinema Kiss is right. Yeah, you, I, you got dang right you better pay Fred Warner. He said, what's, what's the zero mean, Peach? Oh. You, you, you daggone right. Including four playoff games. Including the four playoff games, Johnny. Look, look. 10 and then get me the four. That's 14. And I like how he said the four playoff games because he's including the Super Bowl. Shout out to you. <clears throat> but I think a healthier Fred Warner. Let him get his let him get his back right. Let him get his neck right. Let him get right. Because all you need him to do is come in on third down. That's it. That's it. That's all you need him to do. Come in on third down. So those are the three players that we're talking about getting that that can possibly be cut to save the 49ers some money on the 2021 salary cap and a little bit in the 2022. You got Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo would save, I want to say, the 49ers more this season if they cut him than they would next season. I can't remember which one is either that or the other way around. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo would give the 49ers about 20-something million dollars back. And if you guys are talking about signing a guy like Fred Warner, man, there's your money right there. Uh, And we talked about it on the last show. We said that Fred Warner will be extended before the season starts with John Chapman. I don't know if you guys watched the episode, but make sure you go on YouTube because it's up there. uh, The show with John Chapman uh, and and give it a watch because we talked about that. But I, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the 49ers from a business aspect make the move of cutting Jimmy Garoppolo June 1st. This would be amazing to watch. I do think that they were trying to trade him, Peachy and Makoa. I don't think any offers kind of like wooed them and and came out and stood up, you know, and so they might go this route. I mean, if you're trying to trade a person, why not cut the person if you can save money? And so it's, I know it's not realistic for the 49ers to do this, but it's a possibility. And we're just talking about the possibilities, guys. We're not... I mean, I don't care if you thought we were beating down Jimmy Garoppolo. If I was beating on Jimmy Garoppolo, you would know it. I mean, I don't, I don't hold it back, but I'm not. Like, I'm, I'm really saying that I know he can win with the 49ers. The question is, will he be available to win with the 49ers? And on that note, final thoughts, McCoy. Final thoughts, PG. We'll go up and get out of here. I feel like uh, when uh, Greasy hold it down the show, like always, uh, shout out to him. Uh, for Peachy, uh, co-host of the Negri Niners, did a good job. Um, just like a combined all, did a good job. And then uh, we'll see on June 1st if uh, we get Julio or not, or some team. And then- oh, he's going to be cut. You are right. <laughs> I forgot about him. Yeah, you're right. We just spent 30 minutes on him. He's getting cut. And uh, what's called we talked about all um, Fred Warner. Um, I want him back. I don't want him uh, to be in a Seahawks or Rams jersey or even Cardinals. I, I do not. Um, but then that's basically all of my final thoughts. Thank you to the people who was in here and thank you to the new grade for having me. 
Awesome job, McCall. Peachy, final thoughts. Thank you everyone for tuning in. You guys need to, to recruit more people to, to come and, and watch this on Twitch because we're officially, exclusively going to be on Twitch now. So we need you guys to help us out as family to get the word out um, to everyone to tune in to Twitch for us and to follow us on, on there as well. Because you never know what the subject might be. You never know when we might decide to do a show. So I know we surprised a lot of you guys by doing one tonight. So but um, thank all you guys for tuning in. June 1st is going to be interesting. I think there's going to be some surprises around the NFL that people are not expecting. I just have a feeling. So expect the unexpected. And if there's anything crazy that breaks, Breezy will try to, will probably pop on and uh, let you guys know about it and everything. Oh, yeah. But, right, right. Exactly. But the whole world gets put on Everything gets put on hold, right? Mm-hmm. But um, you guys are are, are great as always. Um, no one is bashing Jimmy. We're just keeping it real, which we do on Nitty Gritty, which is why our show stands out more than anybody else's does. Because you always get the real, honest truth from us, regardless of whether it's something you want to take or whatever. Like I said, I got in a Twitter war with somebody earlier over the Julio situation or whatever. And I don't really care because I feel like that if the 49ers uh, can work the magic and get Julio, then you get Julio. And that's all there is to it. You really do. You do not allow Julio to go to one of your rivals. You just you just do not do it. I don't know how to sleep at night if he knew that Julio was was on the Rams or, you know, the Sea Chickens or whatever. Like, you just don't. You just do not do that. But anyway, thank you guys. And I hope that everyone um, continues to enjoy the rest of their Memorial Day holiday. Yeah, they out there on the West Coast, man. So this is still early. It's like 530. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So shout out to you guys out there on the West Coast holding it down. Whereas it's time for Breezy. I know PG. We, we about to go to bed. You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, John, I, I agree with John. John says he thinks that Jimmy G has a real legitimate shot, especially the way that we bolstered up the offensive line. And I agree with you 100%, man. This is not a disagreement to George Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm just saying that the 49ers have an option of cutting him. And so we need to talk about that. Like, it's, a, it's an actuality thing that can actually happen. And if they do cut him, that lets you know that Kyle Shanahan was BSing just about everybody. And he was all in on this Trey Lance thing from the jump. And he knew the moment he drafted him that Trey Lance was going to get in here and he's going to come in and do something special. You know what I'm saying? And so that's all we're saying. Look, we don't know if he's ready, uh, but I do know that Trey Lance is here for the future. And it's got to be a little difficult for Jimmy Garoppolo knowing that your replacement is ready to replace you. Like, how does that work either? Like, like mentally, how does that work? I don't know, um, but I'm with you, Callie. Whoever gives us the best chance to win come week one, that's who I want to start. I'm with you 100%. Uh, McCoy, you have something else? Uh, what's going uh... I like to say the word time flies. I mean, time flies when you're having fun because I can't believe we did an hour of this because I just had so much fun talking to you guys. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I say we were going to be on for a short show. It's damn near an hour and 30 minutes. Like, how are we still talking? And we actually stayed on topic. I can kind of break this show up into chapters. Listen, <laughs> the show will be on YouTube. So what we need you to do is watch it on YouTube. Like, comment, all that good stuff on YouTube as well. This will be uploaded to YouTube probably tonight. So we'll be up there. It will be available for podcasts on tomorrow. So on, on, if you watch it tonight, you know what I'm saying? 
in the morning, you can listen to it on your way to work, on your morning jog. When I go out and jog in the morning, this is what I put on, along with some of the other great podcasts from the 49ers. And so it's a really good pleasure to be able to provide you a platform where you guys come here. And if you know, I know a lot of people are like, man, we, we, we post all your comments. We, we, we want to talk to you. We're here for you. And so, yeah, will we like to have super fans and super things? Absolutely. You guys can always donate. I can figure out what the donation thing is if you guys want to donate uh, uh, to Nitty Gritty Niners, Wayne Breezy, whatever it is you feel like it. I will post that for you guys so you can have it. But we definitely appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, we will be week, what, week two in the NFL. We will be at the game. That's going to be crazy. So I can't wait to get to Philly and just get out. Philly. <laughs> punched him right in the mouth, man. I felt like Philly punched us in the mouth. You know what I'm saying? And I can't wait to get out there and punch them in the freaking mouth. So it's going to be uh, um, awesome. Uh, if you guys want to do, if you guys do want to donate, I will post a link up here. Uh, so stand by and that will be coming uh, very soon. I didn't even realize I had that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, it would be really cool that the 49ers do what they need to do. I'm with you, man. I'm with you 100%. I'm with Cali. Whoever is available and ready to start week one, let them guys come out week one and do their thing. I really do believe that they'll come out there. I'm going to be watching out for Philly fans, Cali, because um, uh, Breezy from Connecticut. I know y'all don't hear a lot about Connecticut. Guess is we crazy. We're a small state. We got the Napoleon Complex, I'll tell you right now. And so we're a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs out here. So Philly better watch. I, I, I kind of, I'm out in Philly a lot. And I, it's weird because the teams that I like, I don't like any of the Philly teams and their fans. I'm a Mets fan, I'm a Celtics fan, and I'm a 49ers fan. So let that yeah. sink. Callie, the Philly fans better watch out for Peachy. That's what they better watch out for. Oh, 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 whoops. Well, ouch. I'm not afraid of, of anyone. I bring it. It's just, I don't know. It's just the South in me. Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Like, the South ain't afraid of nobody. Nobody's not worried about no Philly fans. I know people keep saying they're not going because they don't want to deal with the Philly commotion and whatever. I'm just not afraid. Like, I just, I don't know. I'm, maybe it's an ex-military. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm just, not, I'm just not built that way. Mm-mm. No. I, I promise I'm going to be fixing this Streamlabs. Now I'm seeing the bots that are that are doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't worry. The file language thing will be taken off, so you won't have to worry about that, West Coast. We should be able to say A-double-S. Um, I see how you tried to correct it, too. That was pretty That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. But, guys, thank y'all so much for tuning in to Nitty Gritty Niners. Sorry if you got hit with the ooey alert. You didn't know we were having a show. This is why you got to follow and make sure your alerts are set to on. Now, you know, if you check the schedule on the Twitch, it's every Monday at 7 p.m. Even if we say we're not going to be here, make sure your alerts are set to on because there may be a show at 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So thank you guys for tuning in. I'm your host, Wayne Breezy. She's your host, Crystal PGB. He's your host, McCall. We got three hostess with the most assistances. And it's always a pleasure to bring you nothing but nitty gritty Niners talk. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We out this joint, y'all. Peace. My voice is gone. Thank you so much for tuning in to the podcast. Please follow and subscribe on twitch.tv backslash Wayne Breezy. Also on YouTube, YouTube backslash Wayne Breezy.